Well, this is Sport Grandma. I'm back on the air again. It's February 8th of 2019. First of all, I want to thank all of you that sent me such wonderful messages. I heard from friends and family all over the United States. My guest today is Scott. He owns his own business, but he loves playing golf, tennis, and hiking with his lovely wife, Lisa. They married last August on the top of Camelback Mountain. I will start by talking about the Phoenix Open last Sunday, which was played um, in Scottsdale. During my research, I found out that the first tournament was in 1932. It stopped after, the 19, after uh, 1935, but was restarted in 1939. Bob Goldwater, the brother of Barry Goldwater, who was our senator in Arizona, was a member of the Thunderbirds, a prominent civic organization in Phoenix. He convinced them to run the tournament and help him. The original name was the Arizona Open and then named the FBR Open in 2003. Waste Management became the sponsor in 2010. They are still the sponsor and just signed an extension. Because of its relaxed nature, it is called the greatest show on grass. Very popular on the tour. Scott, how long have you been playing and um, what is your favorite golf course? My favorite golf course is Quintero Golf Club up by Lake Pleasant. And I've been playing for over 30 years. That's a long time. And you're still young. <laughs> Thank you. This is a wonderful place to play golf in the Valley of the Sun. Um, people are even out there playing when it's over 100 degrees. My own sons used to do that, and I think Scott does the same thing. People here don't really care about the temperature. They usually go out early in the morning, and then your golf courses have um, twilight golf where the price drops, and that's very popular too. The tournament moved to the Arizona Country Club in 1955 and alternated with the Phoenix Country Club until, um, I'm sorry, it moved to the Arizona Country Club and alternated with the Phoenix Country Club until 1955, when it permanently stayed until 1987, when it moved to the current home at the stadium course at the TPC in Scottsdale. The background of the stadium course is the Sonoran Desert and the McDowell Mountains. They always show up really nice um, when you're watching TV. As I'm, I'm going to ask Scott if he played there and what he thought of the course. I have played the stadium course. Uh, the favorite hole is, is, I like the 16th hole. You know, it... Uh, and, and the 17th hole is a good hole also. Those are my two favorite holes. Are they more challenging? Uh, is, or are they easier? Uh, they're not difficult holes, but they, they are holes that you can imagine what the pros play. And you kind of imagine yourself in their position with the water on 17. And it challenges you. Thank you for telling us about that. 
The other thing I forgot to mention when I was talking about when the uh, tournament was at the Phoenix Country Club is when my sister and I were in high school, the tournament was played in January and uh, earlier, and the um, we used to sneak into the tournament. This was when I was old enough to drive, and we went downtown to the course. Um, at the Phoenix Country Club, there were homes along the course, so we would go in through their yards. But we saw pa- people such as um, Jimmy Demerit, Ben Hogan, some really famous golfers um, who are now, of course, long gone, but they meant a lot to uh, the tour for many years. The tournament. Um, I'm going to stop. The four-day attendance is usually around a half a million people. Um, actually, it's the most people they get to on the tour. The most popular place on the course is the 16th hole, named the nicknamed the Coliseum. The grandstand can accommodate 20,000 spectators who cheer good shots and boo the bad ones. Tiger Woods had a hole-in-one there in 1997. The caddies used to race from the tee to the green, but was banned. that was banned after 2013, citing injury concerns. I did talk to Scott a while ago about when he had a hole-in-one. Do you want to tell us the history of that? Yeah, I, my first and only hole-in-one was at the Quintero Golf Club up by Lake Pleasant on hole number 13. It was with my son, and we almost didn't play the back nine because of very slow play. But we continued, and, you know, it was a very special day to share that with my son. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. The most popular player at at this tournament is always Phil Mickelson. He makes sure that he's here. He was an ASU alum, and he's had three victories here. Unfortunately, this year he didn't make the cut. The Thunderbirds donate to the Special Olympics every year. Because of the status of the tournament on Super Bowl weekend, CBS and NBC alternate broadcasting the game. This was something I didn't know previously. And, um, and the tournament. They, uh, if the Super Bowl is on CBS, then the golf tournament is covered by MB, or the, uh, the golf tournament is handled by the other networks. So, like I said, they alternate each year. I have met so many people who moved from snowy places to Arizona after watching the tournament. On last Saturday's broadcast from the tournament, they honored Johnny Miller, who is retiring after 29 years with NBC. He turned pro in 1969 after he graduated from college and joined NBC in 1990. He was one of the top players in the world during the 1970s. He had 35 pro wins. Now to the Super Bowl. Scott, what did you think of the game? I thought the game uh, could have been better. The 
commercials were lacking, but it was still the Super Bowl. We still had a fun time at our Super Bowl party. We had our Super Bowl party at a friend's business that at, at Man Cave Entertainment. That's my nephew's business, so I guess they did have fun. It wasn't a very exciting game. Lots of defense. We started cheering for the Rams to get over the 50-yard line. That's how difficult it was for them. The Rams were the only team in the West, though, to make it to the big game. As long as Brady and Belichick are with the Patriots, they'll be a force to deal with. A friend sent me an attachment uh, the next day about a man in New York who bought a stack of Patriot jerseys and invited several homeless men to a party in a rooftop restaurant to watch the game. What a gesture. They were high-fiving and really enjoying all of the food. This brought joy to my day. And again, um, a lot of people criticize the halftime um, but at least this year, we recognize the music. Sometimes the music's so loud and um, rappers and everything that I think that a lot of the women, I think, enjoyed the Maroon 5. I really didn't know why it was necessary for him to take his shirt off at the end. <laughs> but that's what he wanted to do. And um, the Patriots co coach, Bill Belichick, is a genius. Um, he must watch film every uh, all day um, because he knew exactly every play that the Rams would go to, were going to run. Uh, a lot of people criticized the game and said it was boring, but Super Bowl Sunday is mostly about parties anymore. Um, had one in my house. I found a recipe for pork sliders that were really good online. So many people have. Uh, game day boards where fans can buy squares. And this year, anyone that had threes were the big winners. As long as the Patriots have, and like I said, have Brady and Belichick, um, they will be a force. Um, everybody, I think that the Rams also uh, portrayed an example of being a not-so-good team for several years, they got a new coach, um, and they were really, really good this year, and they don't have anything to be embarrassed about. So anyway, that concludes my uh, broadcast for today. In a couple of weeks, I'll do another one. Uh, spring training will be starting, and I've got a lot of history about baseball and spring training and how it started in Phoenix. So have a good day, everybody, and I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks.